If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because what works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Tricksteinbach, the international bravery coach and your host. On this podcast, I share the best framework the coolest conversations, and my own unique perspectives for how you can build your brave. There are two foundations to all of our conversations. Number one, bravery is a skill, not a personality trait. And you are already brave. Brave is how you create your unique wonderfully fulfilling life. Brave is you. Let's go. On this episode, this is another episode where I'm doing something I've never done before. I'm sharing my coach with you. So Jess Johnson has been coaching me for a bit over a year. Is that true? Yeah, a bit over a year. Jess, I'm so excited to welcome you. Welcome. I'd love for you to tell a little bit about your amazing range of experience so they can get a feel for all of the things you bring to the table and why I chose you. I'll share. Awesome. Thank you. And first of all, thanks for having me on. Super excited for this. And my name is Jess Johnson. I am a life coach and I specialize in helping people understand their emotions so they can think clearly. And prior to coaching, I was a therapist. I was a therapist actually in the army. And before that, because I joined the army when I was 32, I was a therapist in corrections working with mental health issues in county level detention centers in Maryland. Yes. So an in- incredible range of experience. Yes. So. <laughs> and Jess and I actually met through a business building program. And so we, I think we like randomly met each other in the lobby and I was just so impressed with your openness and your energy as a colleague. Your calmness without being, how do you, like, how, how would you describe that? Like someone who just is like so positive 
that you don't believe that they're really doing well? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think so. Yes. Okay. I know what you mean. I just think it's interesting because I don't necessarily like when I hear like, oh, Jess is positive. Like, I think that's definitely true. But nobody, I don't think anybody would describe me as like some bubbly. No. You know, I mean, I am friendly and I'm outgoing and I'm approachable, but I'm not just like bubbly, like spite the silver lining and everything. I like to think that I am positive, but also like realistic. Yes, that is the description. Yeah, because we were talking about real business challenges but in a really positive way. And so then I can't remember exactly how, but there were peer sessions possible. And so I can't remember if I asked you or you, I can't remember, we were on a peer session and you introduced tapping EFT to me. And then I feel like we had another conversation. And then I saw you post, you were taking one-on-one clients. And I did not know what I was buying. <laughs> I didn't know how much it cost. I didn't know how often we were going to meet. But I had had this transformational experience with you. And I had seen you moving as a business owner. And I was experiencing you as thoughtful, real, realistic, calm, and also really not scared of when I would push back. A lot of people experience, <laughs> for the listeners, I love to challenge. Ask all of my managers, therapists, and coach. I'm a challenger. And you would just lean into it and be like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> I, do, I remember the past. Do you want me? Yes, tell the past. Obviously, I do not. So... One of the first conversations we had when we met at the the business building event was at something around Heidelberg. That was like a... a That's right. You had lived in Heidelberg and I actually am an army brat and I had grown up in Heidelberg. And so we kind of initially had started bonding over that. And I also had remember you kind of caught my eye because you'd made kind of a joke about tech being for men. Yeah, in room because there were some tech issues, and I kind of appreciated that. So we kind of started talking there, and you know those events have so much information. You're around so many people for three days straight, and it, they can be a little overwhelming. And I remember we had a conversation about that, and at that time I was like, "Oh, I'm a EFT practitioner, emotional freedom techniques practitioner, along with being a coach." do you want to do some tapping? And I remember at that time you were kind of like, no, nah, I've tied it for, it's not really my thing. And then we went to our separate rooms, but kept up talking. And yes, I remember we did a peer session with each other because we do peer coaching when we're in the group together, coaching groups together. And then you came to one of my EFT tapping circle. Oh, oh my God, I did. Violence. Yeah. And actually, can I add, now this is all coming back to me, can I add the conversation we had in the lobby after the whole event was done, I, probably me, because I'm usually the one that like just blurts out what she's thinking, I was like, it's fine to talk about your thoughts, but we are feeling creatures 
who have thoughts. We have both. And it's not enough just to look at just thoughts. Thoughts are so important. Beliefs are so important. And sometimes our thoughts and beliefs are so deep inside of us that they show up only through feelings and we need to go that way. And you were like, girl, that's what I do. And I was like, wait, what? I have experienced tapping before and that is not what we did. And she was like, this is one of the best things about you, Jess. You were like, well, you haven't worked with me. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. 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 So I did come to the gun violence tapping circle after yet another massacre. And I have a podcast episode about how I became an activist. Okay. And then what happened? Tell me my story. Well, I just remember, yes, you reaching out to me and saying, can I work with you? And I had already, I remember I was going into a client client session and I was just like, sure, here's the invoice and like all the things, thinking we had already had a conversation about dealers. And then you just, I remember finishing my client session and then you just had paid the invoice and then sent me a message saying like, okay, look, I paid the invoice. I'm not really sure what I paid for though. Like, I mean, I know I paid to work with you. But I don't know any of the details. That was just, and then you said, like, let this be an example of, like, when somebody wants to work with you, they will just do it. So that was great. And what's so fun is, okay, so another, I don't know if I told you this part, but I was like, I want to work with you. And you were like, okay. And I said, but I can't do anything now because I'm in the middle of buying this house. And they told me anything above $1,500 would cause issues. And I was like, okay, when's that going to be cleared? And they told me when it was going to be cleared. I was like, okay, Jess, I'm coming back at whatever. And and then it got cleared earlier. I I forget what happened. I think it was because the money came over from Germany earlier or something. And they're like, oh, who cares? That's a statistical like rounding error. And I was like, Jess, send me that voice. And so my my realtor actually asked me recently, she said, oh, hey, how's that coaching going for you? Because she remembered me being like, I want to spend however much it was. And she's like, absolutely not. (laughs) That's such a fun story. Yeah. And then we started working together. And, you know, I've done so I've shared on the podcast in different places. Like I've done so much work to heal from childhood abuse and neglect and financial issues and traumatic experiences that were sudden and I didn't have the resources as a kid, as a high schooler, as a college student, healed from some of the, you know, overwork and discrimination and identified. I've had so much support with my eating disorder, the stuttering, the depression, you know, the inner child work I did. And yet when it my business was growing so beautifully, it closed down the consulting and I had embraced coaching as a full-time thing. And it was growing so rapidly and so beautifully. And I kept spinning out and I was writing all these thoughts and all these thoughts and all these thoughts. And it wasn't moving forward for me. And I actually came to you because I said, I just need to figure out how to start a wait list. I have to feel okay doing a wait list. And I was looking over, I have a notebook of our work together. And in the first one, it says, it's okay for me to have a wait list. I don't disappoint people. And then I wrote shame, guilt, embarrassment, like my business is growing and I feel like shit. 
But very, very, very quickly, and this I really wanted to share with my audience, very quickly, I am enough. I am worthy. And then over the year, it became, I deserve to be listened to. I deserve to be believed. I deserve to be waited for. And not an entitled, graspy, defiant energy, but really like, I love me so much, so much. And releasing the, like, not, okay, not completely y'all because I'm human. It always comes back, right? But the, I, I had so much pain in the autoimmune flare-ups and not being the perfect parent who shows up to every event. This year, I missed the entire first two weeks of school because I was sick. And learning how to manage those feelings and learning how to allow them to be a part of my experience. I mean, I still remember it. Well, I didn't remember it, but I saw it in my notebook. But it was really transformational when you were like, okay, Nicole, so what happens if you just get frustrated and in quotation marks, really fucking pissed off. I think that's a big thing for women to be able to feel anger. But then so often we've been taught that we're not allowed to because we're hysterical, we're being dramatic, we are overreacting to something. And there, I have done so much work with women to, to just allow them to, to own and be angry. We don't have to immediately go to processing an emotion, right? Well, step one of processing an emotion is acknowledging and then feeling it. And a lot of times when I hear people talk about processing emotions, it, they seem to mean at the end of the, this process, they don't have this emotion anymore. When that's an, not the case. It, She's calling me out. She is calling me out. <laughs> I'm like, the feeling is still there. She's like, yeah, you're alive. Hello. <laughs> you're a human. You're a human being, right? <laughs> and I think that that the gun violence tapping circle is a great example of that, right? That was one hour of tapping in a group. And we'll talk about, about exactly what tapping in yes. EFT yes. in just a second. But first, just because I'm on this tangent, what happened in that particular group, and I knew that this would happen, the point was not for nobody to be angry or sad or devastated anymore. The point was to acknowledge that in order that to create room for also having more hope, a sense of purpose, yes. a feeling of courage, bravery, the ability to see the impact that anybody in that group could make. And that's what allows for a different experience of all of the heavy emotions. Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously you said it fantastically. This is the incredible gift that you give to your clients and to people who came to your circles or in the future when you're developing more. 
So now that we've sold it beautifully, everyone is in. They want to know what it is. What on earth is tapping? Walk us through it. It is not tap dancing. I'm a terrible dancer, so don't expect any of that. But tapping or EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. And it involves tapping on energy meridian points, which are points located all around the body. There are points used in traditional Chinese medicine, in acupuncture, acupressure. And the points that we use in EFT actually specifically calm the central nervous system. They soothe the amygdala. So when you're tapping on these specific points while expressing the truth of how you feel about something, or the truth of how you think lots of times, like we humans, we have, you know, over 6,000 thoughts that race through our head every day. And even when we are purposeful about those thoughts, sometimes shitty ones sneak in. Yes. And then we may, and then we feel bad about ourselves for having those thoughts. We make it mean something about us. And when we cannot, while putting our attention on those thoughts or stress or maybe heartbreak, whatever it is that we're feeling, we're able to safely feel that emotion. The way I think of it, I'm a very visual person. And so I think of like, let's just take anxiety as an example. It's almost like this separate entity from me. And when I'm tapping because I'm feeling anxious, I just see it like I'm giving like this little piece of me that's feeling very anxious, or maybe it's a big piece of me, depending on the day. Put the chat on the back, right? I'm just saying, tell me all about it. Like, what is going on with you today? Like, I'm listening. And with tapping, you are acknowledging all that and you're combining that truth of how you feel with an affirmation of acceptance. So you're not switching it to a positive affirmation. You're not trying to pretend that you feel good about this shitty thing. You're just saying, even though I feel feeling all of this turmoil right now, even though I'm thinking this really crappy thought about myself or somebody else, it doesn't make me feel good. I accept myself and I honor how I'm feeling. Knowing that you're not necessarily accepting that emotion or that thought, you're just accepting that you're you having a human experience that you might not like, but it's happening. And that is what allows for a shift to occur. Yeah. Yeah. And what I think is, so I love that you just covered the basics of EFT, the basics of tapping. And for everyone that's listening there, there are are apps and there's YouTube videos and oh my gosh, there's a, there's a wealth of information out there if you're interested. One of the things that I have, and I, and I use those in between our sessions as well, especially around productivity or deeper sleep and things like that. It's been really helpful. One of the things that just blows me away, and I think that you call it medical EFT. What What is it again? So I'm certified in clinical. Clinical, clinical, is that it's completely and 100% unique to me in that moment. And while I have the opportunity, we just had a session last night, While we have the opportunity for me to say, I honor and accept how I'm feeling last night, as an example, I was like, I'm open to considering that at some point, this is acceptable. 
And then stepping into past experiences and and going deeper and reimagining my responses and supporting myself. And it's just the EFT basics, honestly, are, are so helpful. And you came to my clients and you taught them some basics and they've told me how helpful it's been, especially my high, high anxiety clients. And working with an expert with your level of experience, your level of certification and education and a variety of experiences, is, it's, it is an entirely different ballgame. Yeah, it's, and there is a difference, right? So I'm glad you brought that up because the EFT is amazing. It's kind of touted as this self-healing modality. And yes, it's great for people to use on their own. But the difference would be like, you know, if you're, tapping along with an app or like just doing kind of generalized tapping, you might find yourself having to tap every single day, maybe on the same thing. When you come to somebody like me who's trained at the level I am, we are actually recreating and tapping on those core memories where you made decisions about yourself. And most of the decisions that we make about ourselves and our place in the world were actually like we decided those things between the ages of zero and six years old. Whoa. We know them all, right? And that's why we can move through the world and and feel like, oh, I've been doing all this work and like I feel really good about myself. And then something happens and we feel really shook because all of a sudden we're back in some place, like feeling completely unregulated or dysregulated because it reminds us of something that happened to us before. And we might not even consciously know what that is. And oftentimes what I see happen with people is they start thinking, oh, something's wrong with me. I'm broken. I'm not enough. I haven't done enough work. Yeah. All of the, those kinds of stories, right? When and you kind of touched at this at the beginning, whether you resonate with the term healing journey or personal growth and development, like there isn't an end to those things, right? And it's because anybody's broken or there's something wrong with them. That's just what evolution is. Yes. We adapt to different things as they happen to us and as we learn things. And EFT, especially the deep dive EFT, allows us to really shed and dismantle some of those beliefs that we might not even consciously be aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I actually complete because one of the things that seems miraculous for me is I can work with you on really deep experiences very early in life when I don't even have language for it. I, it's just a sensation in my body. It's a it's a stickiness or oozing for me often. And we did one about, I was like a little girl. Nobody, nobody was doing anything off the rails. Like, especially for all the other parents out there, there's no blame in this story. My mom was a single mom. She showed up at my great aunt's house to pick me up. We probably had a very tight timeline and I needed to get my boots on and I was taking too much time. I was too slow because I was a tiny little thing. Right. And so one of the women swooped in and put my boots on, but I decided in moment 
that I am not worth waiting for, which is not the message that was being given to me any way, shape, or form. Any way, shape, or form. But I decided that, and we worked on that one time, one time. And now, like, people are hustling and da da da, and I'm getting things ready. And it's like, I have literally said, so much ease and and just brave belief inside of myself. Just I'm coming. You can wait. It's fine. Yeah. Just a minute. You can wait. It's interesting how many times I've worked with people and they will tell me like, okay, I I, you know, went through some shit in my childhood and I know that just particular Staying I'm up against this pattern that I don't want anymore. It's related to this thing, this super traumatic event in my life. And because when we work together, we kind of follow the body's energy and allow that to tell us, like to let the memories emerge. It's almost always not that. Yeah. It can almost be like a little anticlimactic. Like, what? That, that. It, that's this thing that I've been carrying around forever. I thought it was this other, you know, horror. And, you know, I don't know why that is, except, you know, maybe a theory might be that because I do happen to attract, because of my past background um, mm. as a therapist, I do happen to attract people who maybe had therapy before and therapy was really amazing for them. They had a really great experience. And also they're like, I, I kind of thought that I'd be a little somewhere else right now. I thought, you know, it was great, but they want to go like a little further. And so I think one of the common denominators, especially when that happens is, you know, maybe there, there has been the therapy and the understanding of those events. It's just picking up kind of those other pieces that sometimes when you've been through something so major, like we forget like all these other little paper cuts that need tending to as well. Well, I actually have a theory that I wrote in my journal after that session. And my theory was that situation with my little boots happened so young, but it, I made a decision and then I primed myself. So when the really awful thing happened in junior high school with a coach who did really nasty things and actually a few years later went to jail, I already had the belief I'm not worth waiting for. Because after that session, I just it, I was just in the world and we were talking about coaches and pushing athletes too hard and things like that. And my instant meaning of that situation with my coach was incredibly different. It was a cross-country coach. I didn't even go to the whole, like, I'm not worth waiting for. I'm so slow, blah, blah, blah. I'm only on the team because I make points. It went to, yeah, this guy was really abusive. Yeah. It was really bad. And so that's that's like my working theory and why I've become so much more open to like, oh, maybe there's like this little quote unquote, right? tiny moment, but it primed me with a belief that then I like, I looked for proof for in other areas of my life. Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that because again, that does, you're right. It goes back to that 
thing I said that we make most of our decisions between mm-hmm. zero and six. And then we carry that and then we, our brains look for evidence of those things. And that's why it can feel so difficult to, to shift our thinking. And even going back to, you know, mindset work, because both of us are coaches that very much believe in mindset and thought work. Mm-hmm. While also the body keeps the score of the painful things that happen to us and our emotion, you can't just think your way out of them. They are a physical, physiological experience that our body goes through because it remembers things that have happened to it in the past. And the way that I think about it is when we're moving through life and we go through something traumatic or a significantly painful event, if you don't resonate with the word trauma, it's like a piece of us peels off and gets stuck in our energy fields. And the energy field is something all we humans have because we're made of energy. And I think of it as that that piece of us is like living in Groundhog Day. <laughs> We just aged ourselves big time. <laughs> you just woke up living the same day over and over and over again. And that's what's happening happening to these parts of us, right? They are living that moment over and over and over again. And so that's why we can be moving through the world and like consciously be looking around and saying like, I'm fate. What the hell? Why do I feel yes. so dysregulated right now? Why do I feel so sick to my stomach? Why do I have this pain in my chest? And when we can know or stop and just give ourselves based on grace in that moment to acknowledge there's just a part of me having a really hard time yeah like just let me listen to you right now that's often it goes so far in helping us think about when you know you just need to vent to somebody and you're just like, you need to get it all out and they immediately go to try to fix your problem or tell you to calm down or like everything's going to be okay. And you're just like, yeah, I just need to talk this out though. Yeah. Right. That's what we do that to ourselves all the time. Oh, right. and we immediately go to this place of like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this. This is so dumb. I hear people say that mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, it's so stupid that I'm feeling this way. It's so silly that I'm feeling this way. I know it doesn't make sense. When you start talking to yourself that way about things that you feel or experience, you're like immediately shutting down any ability to problem solve in that moment because you're just shaming yourself for whatever you feel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So further proof that coaches are just humans. We do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want, I know that that is something I am known for is I'm a human first, a coach second. Being a life coach, a therapist, like anything doesn't negate me from ever having any issues, right? Just but yes. because somebody is skilled in tech doesn't yes. mean that they never have a tech issue. It just means that they know how to handle it or who to call when something is above their level of expertise. Absolutely. We all know that we just go to the Google. <laughs> you just walk over to Google. Oh, man. Oh, Jess, this is like so wonderful. Thank you. But I, I, I want to, is there anything that we didn't cover about EFT? Oh, I think those are the highlights unless you want me to like go off. And... 
take three hours to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Those are just the basics. That is when you know that you, well, this is how I know that focusing on brave is what my soul wants me to do because I can talk about it for three hours just like that. Yeah. And EFT is something you truly, you just truly have a calling for. And it's just extraordinary because I know some of your other clients and I know more a little bit when you start working with them and there is a before and an after. So you are really doing this, doing this in the world. So I love asking all of my guests for a brave role model from your own life. And I know that you're prepared and I can see you on this screen and your face is so happy. Who are you sharing with us? Well, it is a collection of people, actually. And it is my clients, like you being one of them. Truly, I say again and again and again that the work of feeling and understanding your emotions is the bravest work that people can do. And I am in awe of my clients every single day. And it is, it is what keeps me going. I see that impact. I see how they stand up for themselves, how they get to know themselves, how they never stop trying to just extend themselves compassion and like really learning what that feels like and how to acknowledge and recognize, give themselves credit. And I just think that it, that is courage, it's bravery in action. So I thank all of my clients. I thank you for always showing up in that because it is what keeps me so passionate about what I do. I get to stand on that every day and see it. It's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. That is so beautiful. And I received that all the way in because it is, it's, I would say the bravest hour of my week right now is when I'm coaching with you. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. So how can they best follow you, learn more about you, learn more about EFT? Yeah. Best way is to follow me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Seeking a great perhaps one is my handle. Mm -hmm. My website is www.justjohnsoncoaching.com. Right. That's how it would work. And my email is justjohnsoncoaching at gmail.com. And people can reach out. I can send them. It's like a little video series I created in a workbook on EFT. And in between Instagram and Facebook, Just Johnson Coaching Services, like I have videos on there that showcase EFT in action. And if you sign up for my email list, you can also like email me ideas and say, hey, this is what I, you know, would love to have a demonstration on. And then I can create a video. Somebody else is struggling with it. Likely others are as well. And so I love getting feedback from my email list so I can create things tailored to what people are actually feeling and send that out. That is fantastic. And I will make sure all that is in the show notes as well. Awesome. Oh, Jess, thank you so much. Thank you for having the bravery to coach me. Thank you for holding the space and not letting me cancel the 55 times I tried to cancel. (laughs) 
All right. Until next week, everybody. Brave it up. Hey, before you go, you are ready to become the bravest, most fulfilled version of you. And I am ready to be your coach. I invite you to explore one-on-one coaching with me. Go to tricksteinbach.com to learn more and schedule your consultation. You can stress and work less while you live and earn more. My clients do it all the time.